Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey everybody, before we get into this week's show, I just want to let you know that we are still doing pre-sales. The pre-sales for the new logo t-shirt will be available until February 1st. Once February 1st gets here, we are cutting off the pre-sales and we're sending them to the printer. And the way this is working is I'm going to take all the money that I have from the pre-sales. I'm going to double the order. So I have a stock here at the studio of shirts, but that stock is for when I go to do live events. I have merch to sell because I've been known for showing up as a vendor to places with a microphone and a mixer and no merch. And people are like, I want to buy a t-shirt. I'm like, I don't have t-shirts. You want to talk on the microphone? And so I want to have actual merch. Now, with that said, if the t-shirt sales that we have going on don't reach a certain number, we're going to have to pull from our expense account to cover the costs of the extra t-shirts we're making for events. Therefore, we will not have any stock available for the website sales moving forward. So if you are somebody who's been thinking about getting a t-shirt, but you're like, I'll just wait till it's for sale on the website, that's fine. But when we have an excess of t-shirts to sell on the website, that might be a year to a year and a half from now. So if you don't want to wait that long, get your pre-order in now so that you have it coming. Because once we have the pre-orders over, there's a good chance we don't have t-shirts available on the website with the logo for some time because of the stock issue. So if you want the t-shirt, go to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the store tab. You can get your t-shirt right there on pre-order. Let's get to this week's show. Merkel. Media. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand and he's running really fast and spears Dan and holds him up like this. Somebody yells, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blow this head off. I feel something pulling at my leg, and I look over, and there are two small gray entities pulling at me, and they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reach my hand into this bush, and I touch air. Couldn't breathe, and I couldn't move, because I know I'm seeing a monster. Yep. Welcome to the show, everybody. You're listening to The Confessionals. I'm your host, Tony Merkel. Thanks for being here. If you have a crazy, wild experience you want to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. 
My email address is theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the contact section and you can reach me that way as well. Either way it works for me, just get a hold of me. Welcome to another member's episode. We have M.R. Gorga coming on the show today. He is an author, author of Demons Among Us, Shocking Real Life Stories from the Paranormal. Link is in the description of this episode. And M.R. Gorga comes on the show today to talk about his experiences with the paranormal, what got him into these topics, and what got him writing this book. It was a good conversation. I hope you enjoy. Let's get to M.R. Gorga right now. Okay, today we got Mr. Gorga on the show. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, man. Uh, I'm talking to author extraordinaire Mr. Gorga. Uh, so, listen, you contacted us. You recently uh, wrote a book called "Demons Among Us: Shocking Real Life Stories from the Paranormal," and it went number one bestseller in several categories on Amazon. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. What What were some of those categories again? Well, it went to, um, well, it is a number one bestseller now. Uh, before it went to number one bestseller, it went to number one new release in 10 categories. Uh, and that was uh, Ghosts and Hauntings, um, uh, Unsolved Mysteries, Occult, Occult and Satanism, uh, <laughs> uh, Evangelism. You know, it's like all kinds of, uh, all kinds of categories it went to number one, like number one new release in. And then right after that, it went to uh, number one bestseller. Wow, that's cool. Uh, when did you release it? Uh, I want to say the end of where are we at now, 2021. 20, uh, the I think the tail end of 2020, but the book's been out a little bit. Um, but it's just taken some time to, you know, when you when you write a book, it's not just you set it and forget it. You have to keep, you know, promoting the book. So, yeah, I, well, I'll tell you, first of all, life has been a blur for all of us, but we are in 2022 now, not 2021. So <laughs> <laughs> tail end of 2022. <laughs> I, uh, I forgot. It's, it's fine. I can't, I honestly can't remember what year we're in half the time anyways. Like I know 2023 is coming. So sometimes I think I'm in 2023 and sometimes I'm like still in, in, when I when I go to bed at night, I dream 2019, and so like, <laughs> like I, my mind's all over the place. So yeah, just uh, missed an entire year. Yeah, it's been up for some time. Um, well, it's really cool. It's really cool, and I, I know that um, it, it with Amazon, it really helps if you have a book that's hitting in those categories and stuff because uh, the algorithm picks it up and it really helps push things. Uh, I have a friend who had similar things happen with his book. And I've just seen, it's it's interesting. We live in a world where uh, algorithms play such a huge role as to whether a, a film or a book or anything can be successful or not. And it's almost as if it doesn't matter if it's good in the sense that like, if you can trick people into, to, I don't know, like, I don't know if you could trick the algorithm, you know? And so it's, it's nice to know that there's people out there just putting out that content and things are, are rocking and moving for them in today's world because it can be kind of depressing sometimes. So, uh, <laughs> well, the algorithm is kind of tricky because, you know, you have to kind of keep feeding it, you know? So it's, it's almost like, you know, as long as you're getting reviews and you're getting sales and everything like that, like it, 
it the algorithm i i don't know how it works it's a mystery to like everybody except people who work there apparently yeah <laughs> and, uh, but uh but yeah i think as long as you're you know you still have this you know upward motion of you know sales and engagement and it's you know the the algorithm is you know still keeps you you know in the top yeah yeah it's a, it's an interesting game and i'm just venturing into amazon stuff myself with the film so with amazon prime and so uh, I'm learning slowly, but uh, it, it's definitely going to be a learning curve. Uh, now, with your book, uh, the I want to tell the people again, it's called Demons Among Us, Shocking Real Life Stories from the Paranormal. And obviously, through our conversation, you can get it on Amazon. And the link is in the description of this episode. Uh, what what spawned the authorship of this book? I mean, what, what why did you write this book? And uh, what is it about? Well, Demons Among Us is actually an answer to a string of nighttime attacks uh, I was experiencing through uh, demonic uh, entities, uh, it's like a week or two week long, somewhere, be uh, between that. Uh, and so I was woken up nightly, um, with, uh, steely hands around my throat, trying to choke me, you know, half to death and, you know, chest suppressions with like, like iron, like pressing it into the bed, um, evil whisperings in, in some strange languages, like speaking, uh, into your, into my my being i don't know what they were trying to speak into it but i would imagine it was nothing good um and uh you know uh, bitings and, and scratchings and just some very very bizarre things uh and so demons among us uh is an answer to those because the last thing these spirits or these demonic entities want is to be exposed uh because they operate in such uh, darkness and secrecy um the last thing they want is to have the light shown on them so i said all right you're gonna you know you're gonna hit me i'm gonna hit back uh and so i wrote demons among us and it wasn't just it wasn't just me another part of it was that um uh i uh, lead a um uh, a prayer uh meeting for ministry and on at the time it was thursday nights uh and so afterwards i asked the people standing around and i said is anybody else experiencing uh these kinds of things at night and then one by one all these hands started to go up it's like 30 people and, and at a thir 13 out of 30 people everyone is experiencing these types of uh assaults demonic assaults um and no one came forward because they didn't want to be thought they were crazy they didn't want to be called crazy and so um and so it was wasn't just happening to me it was happening to other people that i know and that's when i was like all right that's you know that's it so um so basically demons among us was written from the string of experiences and what uh, those other people were experiencing and it was my my hit back to the to the spirit realm because you know again they hit me i'm gonna hit them back so yeah that's why I wrote it. So with that said, uh, what were your thoughts on these kind of things before these experiences happened for you? I mean, uh, the way you describe it, I, I just come to a conclusion, an assumption maybe that uh, this was the first time you ever had experience like this. Uh, and so if that's true, 
what were your thoughts mo- going into these experiences? Did you even think it was a possibility that that could happen? No, I I knew I know what they are and I know <laughs> what they do. So um, I you know it wasn't my first um, it wasn't my first um, rodeo, but it was you know it was it was the string of assaults that you know that really was like made me you know got me mad enough to to finally you know take to writing this and exposing uh what these things are and how they function in the world around us and and how they might even be functioning in the in the lives of individuals uh without them even knowing it you know having you know having an influence in you know in in their lives without you know any understanding at all you know so um, and that, you know, and that's, that's why I wrote it. I've had many experiences, but that was the first time it was just like night after night after night after yeah. night. And I was just like, oh, like, all right, that's, that's it. <laughs> we're going to, we're, we're going to shed some light on this stuff and I'm going to, I'm going to open the eyes of people. Uh, and that was what I wanted to do was to kind of open people's eyes to what's functioning around in the, in the invisible world around them. Yeah. Well, I, I think that, you know, Anytime somebody has the opportunity to do that, it's a very good thing to pursue and do if if you're, that's your passion. Uh, now, with these experiences, because I, I didn't realize that the book spawned from these experiences. Uh, do you know? Were you able to identify why you and thirteen other people in the prayer group were having these attacks? I mean, what was? Was there anything that stood out between you guys and the rest of the prayer group? Uh, were, were you guys actively engaging in spiritual warfare at the time through prayer or something like that? Do, do you have any idea? Yeah, it's, be, uh, it's because of, for me personally, uh, it was for my role as the, the intercessory prayer leader, which is a high level of spiritual warfare. So that's what that night was about. It was about really just spiritual warfare praying down principalities uh over cities over over nations over over the nation over over people's lives and it's you know so it's a very very um it's a it's a very very in the ministry wise an exalted position and it's an aggressive um it's an aggressive thing to take into the the spirit realm right and so because of my function in that capacity um it kind of puts a target on my back um and so that's personally why these things kind of happen to me because uh i'm an enemy i'm an enemy to them and they're an enemy to me um and the same thing for the other people who were um in that prayer group because they were also um intercessors as well and so basically i was leading a a a room full of of intercessors and really engaging in spiritual warfare Gotcha. Now, did you, I'm assuming you talked to the people who were having experiences and they described what they were experiencing. Was there yeah. similarities or was everybody having different experiences? No, the funny thing is, is it was very, very similar, you know, chokings, pressings, being woken up by, by voices or, or things of that nature. So they were all kind of experiencing very, very similar things. So yeah, I mean, and they always, they, always, they, they usually just do the, you know, the the same the demonic thing they usually do the same things so and that's what they you know they were doing to others as well so uh when this first started happening for you and your in in your experience was it the choking Uh, and like like what what was what was the the first experience i mean was it something that was visual or you felt it or, or or what 
the first experience with that attack or my first experience with like a with, demonic with with that with that attack yeah with, well with that with that round of attacks it was yeah it was woken up the first one was like a um a, a choking and it really feels like iron hands around your your throat and you feel it it's like a it's a hand but you can't see it but it's got a very very pair of strong like iron like vice like hands and you feel it around your throat and you can't cry out because these things they come and they they come with some kind of power that kind of paralyzes you for a minute um the room kind of it fills up with this dark i hate the word energy but it, it fills up with this like this dark um just this this dark sensation you know um the atmosphere changes uh and and so you you really feel this this grip on your neck you know tightening and you know for a minute you can't cry it actually feels like it lasts for a long time but it it doesn't it's just when you're in that moment and you're woken up out of a dead sleep to being strangled half to death it's it's a terrifying long moment you know yeah but that was the first the first one this was a preview of today's member episode if you want to hear the whole thing head on over to the confessionalspodcast.com hit the join button and become a member today With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.